0: Welcome to the podcast. Join Nate and Mike, lifelong friends, as they discuss stocks and investing. The name says it all. This, this is, is Two Buds, buds Talk stocks. stocks. All opinions expressed by Nate and Mike are their own. Please do not buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, Mike?
1: Man, I'm doing real good. I've been looking forward to talking to you today for a couple of reasons, okay? First of all, I want to start off with, you know me, I'm a big deadhead, right? Yes. I love the Grateful Dead. What I love about the Grateful Dead is these guys would start a set, right? When they'd start a set, they had no idea what they were going to play. They would just let their instruments do their talking, and then they would put together a crazy set that seemed like it was essentially really planned out, ready to go. And you know what? I'm going to lump us in there. So I do feel the podcast. like that's
0: what we do. <laughs> yes. We first just kind I, of
1: go into it. We have a, maybe even a, like a sound check like they do. And then all these stocks we talk about, I have no idea what we're going to talk about and I wouldn't have it any other way. We tried the first few times to do an outline
0: and it just didn't work well. We were way too rigid um, and stick. I think we bet we do better this way. And you Know true to the name, two butts talking stocks. This is usually how it goes,
1: anyways, when we talk. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I'm so with you. I like that. I like getting oh,
1: lump with the dead. The best feedback we've ever gotten was look, I know you guys like put together a script of what you're gonna talk about, and I'm like, no. And they're like, Well, no, you know, like you know, like the script you guys like write down what you're gonna talk about. I'm like, no, and I've gotten that a couple of times, and it's awesome. The uh And I got to give a shout out. Ooh, we got new friends at the I don't know if you pod. know this, but the last podcast was listened to from people in Canada.
0: Yes. All right. Hello to we're, our neighbors we're, up north. We're, we're, we can now say we're international.
1: We're international. I love now, it. I don't know if they were on the French side and they were cursing us out, but I, I like it. And that's the thing I just want to talk about. And then I got some stuff I really want to talk about is there are times where I could be more prepared to know what stocks we're going to talk about. And then I could know about some of their financials. But I think it takes away from the spontaneity of just talking to about stock and stocks. So and there you go. Always something to talk about. Yes. So I've got, I thought about this, right? Where I was Slack, and I try to run a hundred miles a month. And it was April 20th and I was at 45 miles. Mm-hmm. So I had to run, you know, 55 miles or whatever in like 10 days. And I did it, but I had to do a lot of thinking on my hands. And I, do you know what I was thinking about? Was and I'm not talking about bad about the author. I like what the author did. I got two things I want to go over. One of them is, do you know the book, Good to Great? Uh, Jim Collins. Yes. Jim Collins. Jim Collins. I like what Jim did. Jim essentially took companies that were good then over time with leadership they became great. But I've learned something from this book. It should be good to great to gone. <laughs> and the point that I'm getting at in this is this isn't Jim's fault. Jim did a fantastic job and I'm not saying this but it's like the saying I have a saying, you know everyone's heard the saying buy hold, right? Mm-hmm. I have buy, hold, and just keep tabs on it mm-hmm. because every and, and the reason why I'm kind of going with this is that today's the draft, right? NFL draft, players are being drafted. You might draft the next Amazon. You might draft the, 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 the next Circuit City, which we'll talk about in a minute. But at the same time, you have to look at stocks like running backs. They all have a shelf life. Whether it's three years, 45, 55, 65 years, they all have a shelf life. And that's what I've been thinking about with the draft coming up. I was reminiscing about good to great. And the buy and hold analogy, I think you buy, you know, you do research, you buy a stock, you hold the stock, but you keep tabs on it. You look at it every couple of days, because if you don't look at it, the next thing you know, the stock is delisted. And this is a point that I'm making with good to great. And then I'll stop uh, rambling on here. Good to great. Essentially, again, stocks were good, became great. The part that the book that I don't like about it is that the biggest one they talk about is Circuit City. They have a stock crushing it 15 times earnings for 10 years in a row, beats the S&P 500 by 15% for 10 years numbers kill it, crush it, crush, crush it. You, you can't lose a circuit city. You can't, you can't even trade circuit city. They don't even exist. And the point I'm getting is you can go from good to great to gone very easily. And I think it's important when we talk, you know, you, you want to marry a stock, but you still want to work on your marriage. And that's kind of where I do the research. I buy the stock. And if you're not careful, I'm not saying you got to do tons of research, just keep it in your portfolio and keep it in your watch list and keep looking at it because so you don't they're not holding on to Sears and that was just a little rant I was thinking about this week what do you think well
0: I was going to say I forgot that Circuit City was one of those companies oh, and when you first yeah. when you first brought it up I was like oh yeah and then I started thinking the 10 companies so Circuit City, Altria, um, Nucor, Walgreens. And I started thinking those are the ones I can think of off the top well, of my head. Here's some other ones.
1: Like, uh, okay, this one's not in the book. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in the book Walk Down Wall Street, uh, which is by Peter Lynch, and essentially his thing is do research by what you know. He had this huge bit on La Quinta Inns. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now this is off the top of my head. Maybe we can have our assistant do the research and maybe we can like edit this later. But essentially La Quinta Inns was crushing it. And he can back up the data that in the 90s, La Quinta Inn was essentially a modern day DocuSign, modern day, which by the way, I love DocuSign. you big fan. I'm a big fan. We can talk about that later. You own they it? they crushing. They could do no wrong. Do you own it? And then Wyndham, Wyndham Hotels bought them for like half a billion dollars, which to me is like me giving you $15 to buy some like old socks for me, Right. They, that's paid not a lot of money. A,
0: they paid half a half a billion 500 million for the
1: uh, I think I mean, we have to look at, I think it was maybe a cool bill that <laughs> Wyndham well, paid a billion for La Quinta, which was essentially one of like the best performing stocks in the 90s.
0: La Quinta, and yeah. but uh, yeah. there's still there's still a lot. There's there's La Quintas all, all over the place. So well that- they are, but they're
1: no Walgreens. <laughs> Well, the point I say, of getting that is everyone has a shelf life, and all running back, whether it's a torn ACL or bad quarters, your, your stocks die at some point. I, I want to stick on this this uh, this point for a minute
0: because going back to the the companies that are in there. I would say, is it really stocks that are dying, or is it industries that are mm. that are dying? Hear me out here. Mm. So. Yeah. Um, new is a mining company. I don't know if they're crushing it like they were in the eighties when that book was written. I, I don't follow mining, but when you just think about it, this ties back to our, our conversation with, uh, things like energy, um, talking about running backs in the shelf life. There is definitely a shelf life for digging things out of the ground, right? Steel iron or whatever it is. So, that's the first thing I'd say. Newcore, I, I I don't know if it still has a great management team, but digging stuff out of the ground is probably getting harder. Let's think about retail. You mentioned Sears. They're uh, they're going the way of the dodo bird. So is uh, uh, JCPenney. I mean, in, in some fashion they'll, they'll live on, but they'll never be the same. So you can lump Circuit City in there. I mean, Best Buy is thriving, but I would still say that retail overall, is is probably it's it's going to look different than it did when that book was written, right? I mean, with with right. e-commerce, the next one I would say is is Altria. I mean, year over year, the number of smokers has has been declining, right? Since since that book was probably written, so again, that's probably the best point to a good management team that can cut costs and and ring out savings and other stuff and uh, make good investments because really, smoking should be at this point. I, I mean. It's just incremental costs, uh, uh increase in increasing the price and and, and cuts uh, to to what it costs to, to manufacture a cigarette. But again, overall, I don't know what smoking looks like 20 years going forward. Right. Is it just gonna be all smokeless products? Will marijuana be legalized at the federal level by then? So that's just a couple of examples right there of the of the industry. So maybe it's it's the industry that regardless if you have good management or not, that there's still the running back shelf line, uh, shelf life.
1: Well, and you're agreeing my point of buy, hold, keep tabs. You know, I, I just, I, I just think that people like again, Amazon, Apple, Netflix. I want to talk about their awful earnings. I'm a big earnings guy. Uh, these companies. It's funny when I talk to people, they might not exist in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I know people can't conceptualize. Well, I mean, Apple's always going to be around or Wells Fargo's always going to be around or Goldman Sachs will always be around. But they might be around, but they might be GE, you know? I mean, and that's just the thing. I just was thinking the draft, running backs. And I kind of like to, my stocks, I was looking at my portfolio because I sold Exxon, Mm -hmm. which again, I sold Exxon because the writing's on the wall. And I'm not saying I can time the market perfectly by any means. The only person that can time the market is a liar, but I am saying that you know you just can't buy a stock, hold it, and move on forever. You you, you have to kind of keep tabs on everything. And that was my whole thing with the circuit city. I mean, it was a great company, but the company's gone now. It doesn't even it doesn't even exist. And you you, you gotta just make sure to keep tabs on everything.
0: I mean, I think that's that's a great point and a segue too to one of the uh, main tenets of of uh, our philosophies here on the show is just also I mean individual stocks although you and I love stock picking it's not for for everybody and just getting a a low cost uh, fund that tracks the overall market will will prevent that I mean if you look at almost any ETF right that tracks the S and P or the broad market or or the Russell or whatever it is probably one of its largest holdings is going to be Apple. But if you're looking at something like the total stock market, it has, uh, you know, a total of 3000 positions, e- even if, if Apple is something like 5% of that portfolio, if for some reason tomorrow, just like poof out of thin air, Apple goes under, you're still well diversified, right? Where that one hit isn't, isn't going to totally destroy you. So just like you're saying, if you do uh, invest in individual stocks, have your thesis of why you, or why you bought it check on it every once in a while and see if the thesis still holds true.
1: Well, and that's where VTI, man, Vanguard, total stock market index fund ETF. If, if you can't beat the market, it's okay. Put your money in ETFs. And, uh, you know, my big thing is DCA till I die. You mm-hmm. know what, you know what I'm saying? Dollar cost
0: average. I, I do that too, weekly.
1: You know, and I go, I got to tell you something. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm a flawed person. I really, I didn't know this. (laughs) (laughs) You let me get my wife in here. We got got this whole segment about my flaws. I was not, I was thinking more and I I, I took a page off of your book. No, this is what's nice by me taking a page out of your book. If I fail, I'm just going to throw it back in your face. And then if I succeed, I'm like, Hey, I did my research. I'm doing good. I was kind of like talking about we were talking about crypto last weekend. Oh, by the way, I had someone reach out to me who does options in crypto. You ever heard about that? Uh I know there's
0: people that actually can play the uh, the futures like, market and write contracts uh, for the futures. I listened to I some. Didn't know that,
1: and I I, I don't, don't know how get to them on do the it. Pod.
0: I don't know how to do this either. But I was listening to a podcast called the. Uh, it's on the Investors Network. It's called. Uh, uh, we study billionaires, and one of these guys, Preston Pish, every now and then he'll do an episode about um, about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin. And he was talking that he has calls that are basically, uh, I think they don't expire till the end of twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. But what he's betting on is that um, the price of uh, Bitcoin would be a hundred thousand by then, and he's basing it Jeez, on the end- hundred thousand. Yes, but he's do, he's basing it on the on the halving cycle. Every four years, uh, the value of a Bitcoin halves again. So you go deeper and deeper into the decimal points to be able to to switch it. So as you get closer and closer to that halving cycle ending, it should go higher. And then once it halves, then the value should go down. So he's timing it based on the four years of when it halves again. So that's when theoretically uh, he's saying that Bitcoin should be the highest. Now, hundred thousand still far off, but I don't know what he when he started these calls. Two two years ago or whatever, so he's already crushing it because Bitcoin is at something like fifty three thousand right now. Yeah, uh, so I mean, I don't know. It was it was below ten thousand when when he bought these. I mean, so I don't know. if well, it was I'm going to try to
1: see if we can get him on the pod because <laughs> I was asking the same. Like, wait, options Bitcoin? He's a big whiskey guy, so we can maybe do a little whiskey talk and some Bitcoin. We'll, we'll work on that future, but the. The point is, is you, you said this point of every week you buy new stock. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I don't know when we last did the pod. I decided every Friday I'm going to buy. I love Bitcoin. it. I and love- I'm not saying you have to buy Bitcoin, buy whatever you want. I don't care what you want. DCA till I die. Dollar cost average till I die. Ooh, and it's this- like, you know, I bought some last Friday, tomorrow's payday. I bought it because when it went down 11%, remember that? Um, yes, I, yes, I do. And I bought someone who went down and when it goes up, I'm going to buy less. And when it goes down, I'm going to buy more. And so every Friday, this is my third week in a row. Now I use Coinbase and it's like three bucks a transaction, but I kind of like, don't, don't talk me out of it (laughs) because I like, I know you're about to do this and throw some company I've ever heard of. I like that. I don't have to like, if I lose my password, it's ready to go. It, I feel safe. I'll pay the $2.97, but I thought about you and you've changed my ways. Friday is crypto Friday. And I don't care what it is you do on Fridays. I, I was talking to a coworker today where I said, DCA till I die, dollar cost average. I'm like, all you got to do with Robinhood every Friday, every, every, day, every Friday payday, buy a little Disney, buy a little DPZ, buy a little... Stock you serve, those are 3D stocks that I do like, whatever you want.
0: I, well, first of all, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you a um, a hard time about uh, what uh, brokerage you use for your Bitcoin. I'm just happy that you decided to dip your toes in and, uh, and doing it on a regular basis and not doing it with, uh, with more, with more money than you're, than you're comfortable, right? As with any investment, there's always right. the risk to go to zero. So, I mean, understanding the risk and the, and the reward and doing what you're comfortable with. So, I love it. This is a segue though, because I was thinking. Um, I technically, I, I threw out some some stats last week, some some numbers, and I don't think uh, I um, I did it a- uh, accurately. So I went back and I did a little uh, some some crackpot research crackpot research here, so I can I can uh, I can give some accurate things. First was when we talked about Coinbase last week, I called it an IPO. Technically, it, not an.
1: Coinbase IPO. was an IPO. No, technically
0: no it was a direct listing so they didn't go that so ipo ipo initial public offering is when you go public to raise money so you're issuing share to the public to raise money A direct listing is when you're taking all the private investors and you're giving them an option to cash out their shares in a public market. So when Coinbase went public, it was private investors that invested in early seed round and they were cashing out their shares. So all you did is take shares that were internally privately held and you made them available to the public. So technically a difference between an
1: IPO and a direct listing. If we're doing uh, corrections, mm -hmm. I... We looked at some stocks on finance.yahoo, and there is a way where you can see the split and the dividends paid. Mm -hmm. And I think I missed uh, a couple stocks where I didn't actually look at the chart to show... Um, the splits, but those are the only two mistakes I've made in the last, I don't know, 15 years or something. <laughs> that's a, that, that's so. That's it, doing pretty good, man.
0: <laughs> so, second thing is, I was gonna say, we talked, um, and, and by the way, this is why, even if you're paying a small, um, small commission on uh, Coinbase for your Bitcoin, yeah. this is this is gonna blow you away. Uh, I love doing numbers here and spreadsheets, so I used Yahoo Finance here to go back as far as I could find data, which went back to May of uh 2015 so i compared just investing directly into bitcoin as compared to the grayscale
1: bitcoin yeah yeah, do tell do tell now this is super interesting bitcoin had to destroy it It does
0: so this is assuming that there's no commissions on either so maybe not totally accurate but we'll just go with it so you make an investment every week again you're every friday and i just did something very reasonable for almost anybody. $1 every week. Ooh, now you're talking, man. Going back, uh, starting, this was starting on May 11th, 2015. So we're going to say current day today. And here it is. $1 every week. So you've invested a total of, let's see, it'd be $313. And
1: we're doing... When I say DCI till I die, it's dollar cost average. You're Go not ahead. buying at
0: the you're not buying at the high, you're not buying at the low, you just consistently putting All right, give it to me. over time. Grayscale Bitcoin trust over the last six years here, one dollar a week. Total value eight thousand two hundred and fifty-eight dollars on a three hundred
1: and thirteen dollar investment. And this is who is this? This is bitcoin? for the gr- the grayscale bitcoin grayscales. All right, 8k $365. It's all uh, right. Well, we got it. hit me with the bitcoin. Hit me with the B the Bitcoin, bitcoin same
0: amount invested, same one dollar. Value $14,265. Oh. For a it's a it's not even close. It's outperformed by Seventy. That's
1: double. We'll call it double.
0: It's it's seven. seventy three percent higher. So I. That's why I was saying I was when I when I did this last week. I was saying I looked at it and I couldn't remember exactly. So I was pretty close. I think I said seventy five percent better, but we'll call it seventy three. Well,
1: here's better. what I've only decided after you told me this last weekend. Mm-hmm. And what I like about the pod, forget everyone that listens, especially the people in Canada. It's just making me a better investor. It really is. Yes. Is that. What I like about grayscale, grayscale has the cocktail level where like you're at a cocktail party and you can be like whoa forget bitcoin. I like grayscale, man. It diversifies my portfolio, blah blah blah. But then when you told me yeah, but you pay for that fee, I'm like wait, wait, what? You gotta like pay for the fee in the but I, I don't want to pay a fee. So I'm I So that's the best example of the fee right there. You can I see the, bitcoin. the difference. Now I'm sure you can if see you see the difference. Even if you factored in that's two dollars and97 cents per coinbase play, I think. Mm-hmm. Let's round it up to three bucks. Yeah. I bet you even if you factor it in the three dollars, you're probably looking at still 10, 10 thirteen thousand. Yes. so so whatever. the, the it's numbers still don't lie way better. Yes. I'm so sticking d- with and I don't want this to become like crypto 101, but I'm sticking with Bitcoin. I'm buying it every Friday. And every Friday I'm looking at potentially adding more position. Yeah. Um, we talked stacking about stacking those
0: Satoshis. You know what that is? Satoshi. It's no. what they call. It. So um drop the knowledge. So named after the guy that created Bitcoin. Uh, I can't think of Satoshi? his first name. Satoshi. Satoshi. is a Japanese yeah. man. I can't remember his first name, but his last name is Satoshi. But again, I told you about the uh the halving cycle. So right now you can go out to eight decimal pl- the eight decimal places on a Bitcoin. That's how much it can be sliced up. So I think that is what would be considered one Satoshi right now is if you, if you just bought like uh uh, going eight decimal points out. So it's just another way. Those in those the know, I can't take credit. I just, like I said, I listen to a lot of stuff and I kept hearing referred, like keep stacking them Satoshis. And I'm like, what are they talking about? And then finally somebody said, that's what it is. So each time you're buying right now with the dollar amounts, you're just getting those little little slices. So you're stacking up those Satoshis. Eventually over time, hopefully it adds up to an entire Bitcoin, right? Or multiple
1: Bitcoins. So DCA, um, I'm on board, DCA till I die. I'll do that. Uh, earnings season. I know we talked about earnings last weekend and this is like a mental exercise, right? Mm -hmm. So last week, it's funny when a company totally biffs it on the earnings, you're like, "Hey, Hey, Hey, this, this is, doesn't even matter. Like this is long play. I don't care how many subscribers you got, but then on the flip side, like I'm in it forever. But then when the fundamentals are there, but then when the when it hits, you're like, "Yeah, buddy, <laughs> cash in." <laughs> Facebook crushed. They were up like eight percent. Awesome to see. Watched it live. I gotta say though, and then I know earnings are boring. We can move on. Facebook crushed. Amazon, or excuse me, Apple crushed it. They went up like two billion. They're estimated at what seventy-seven billion. They hit or ninety-seven billion or seven billion nine nine billion. Did Netflix, man? I'm telling you. I've been trying to tell you. I know we argue back and forth on this. You take when you compare the streamers, okay? Mm-hmm. You've got Disney. Okay, so they shut the parks down. Well, we've got Disney Plus. Okay, their streaming revenue stinks. Doesn't matter. We got the new Star Wars movie coming out. Uh, you go down to um Amazon. People aren't watching Amazon Prime anymore. Well, they're still buying stuff. People aren't buying stuff. Now they're watching Amazon Prime. You've got different levels of revenue. you got Netflix, which I'm not a fan of, and I haven't been a fan of, and you and I argue about this over and over. All they have is Netflix. They spent $17 billion, and now they were down, what, 6% because the subscribers weren't there. If Disney doesn't miss on subscribers, it doesn't matter because the parks are open. All right. Well, fan Netflix? Well, <laughs> well, let me just, let me just, uh, let's see if we can just
0: even the playing field on this argument. When's the uh, last time you went to Disney World?
1: Uh, last week. <laughs> Disney, <laughs> no, just when,
0: when's the next time you plan on going to Disney World?
1: You got any uh, Disney? 2020, Cru- 2022, I'm going.
0: You, you got any uh, cruises with Disney Cruise Lines booked in the, uh, in the future?
1: What about the, uh, does Netflix have the little plush dolls, the Yoda what, uh, dolls? Those I think are a partnership deal with Hasbro,
0: so Hasbro oh, yeah. would be play on
1: that. Actually, yeah. Are you nervous as a Netflix guy that if they the subscribers don't hit, the stock tanks. Let me let me
0: ask you this: what What's the last show you watched on Disney Plus, or the last movie?
1: Um. Marvel something. Yeah. So, um, what's the last thing you watched on Netflix? Here, here, here's my problem. And I got a problem. No, I I was going to
0: say, I'm
1: guessing you Okay. You want to know the last thing I watched? It was some documentary about these people that says in the subtitle, uh, they robbed art and the art was never recovered. And I binged it for three hours. And the whole time I'm like, you told me the art was never recorded. I'm watching this and the art is still not recorded. And at the end of it, the art wasn't recorded. And I really, Said underneath my breath forget netflix man you, you conned me into this well, i don't feel like that when Carp when captain marvel <laughs> saves the day i
0: look i watch all of them but we've had this argument before too and i remember
1: it's one good argument
0: we we just call this show uh yeah two buds argue about disney and netflix. <laughs> what's the best streaming play look what about this um i own both I own Amazon too, as far as streaming uh, goes. I, don't now I, like argument. I, I, I like that. I think I like there's that. room in a well diversified portfolio for all these. As I've often said, I don't think there's going to be any one winner in the uh, streaming space. And when it no, actually and I comes like that. down to
1: it, I think that's the best comeback you got. I and mean, we don't, we don't need to bore everyone else.
0: I was going to I I say, I like the arguing, Netflix. but. I will say this about Netflix though, is that, um, this brings up a good point too that we can talk about. One of the things that uh, I think we both look for when we invest, and that's what the street is looking for. When I say the street, Wall Street, and this is why yeah. earnings is so exciting because you had all these companies reporting, and some of them crush it. Wall Street goes crazy; they buy more of it. The stock shoots up, and it just it feels good. You look at your portfolio and you see all this green. Uh, you know, it really doesn't mean anything, in my opinion. No, if it, it if misses estimates. It is. And he misses and it goes down and you're like, oh man, that sucked or whatever, but whatever or they
1: beat it. And then it goes down so, like anyways.
0: So what I always like doing, and I'm not big on following Ernie's too closely anymore because I think it's just a lot of noise. And to, to I a agree. point about just being long-term, if the thesis hasn't changed, then I, I'm not worried about uh, what somebody on wall street that is basically trying to, uh, to, um, Make their nut for the next three months or whatever is what what they're thinking. I I like the long term view. I got a horizon of of twenty plus years. But really, if we should be judging it towards the company's metrics. This is what I always think is so interesting. Is we go by Wall Street, their their estimates or whatever. What what do they know? They're just basing it on what the company has told them. But I mean, things change. I mean, we're in the midst of a pandemic. I mean, Netflix last year got something like a couple new million subscribers because they were locked indoors. So of course a year later, now that we are starting to get past this and people are going to go outdoors and do more travel and other stuff, of course they're not going to have as many subscribers. But really, what's their churn? What's the turnover? Those those couple million people that signed up last year, did they just cut ties with Netflix? Or are they now in the ecosystem? It's built to their credit card and they just keep paying that $15 a month. So that's so what I'm saying over the course of the next 20 years, right? Those subscribers that they that they front loaded last year are, are still paying every,
1: every month. So I think, well, here's the thing. And I've got the flip side. Okay. And again, forget numbers, forget earnings. I'm just talking. I'm a consumer. Okay. So Netflix subscriber growth wasn't there. They only added 45 billion people or whatever it was. Right. And they needed to add 46 billion people. Right. And the stock goes down. I'm exaggerating those numbers, but you get what I'm getting. So Facebook, on the other hand, they added more subscribers than they were supposed to. And the stock just like went crazy. Here's the thing though, and I'm being serious, forget like our argument and like this and that. I own Facebook, I bought it the day it came out. It's gonna be a 10 bagger, I can't wait. I'm at, bought at $42, it's trading at 342 or whatever. But I don't like Facebook. And the new users to me isn't a good sign. Because when I go through Facebook, when I go through Netflix, I'm like, Ooh, league of their own or better call Saul. And for every, all that we joke about, I I do like, I I do enjoy like Netflix. I Mm -hmm. actually enjoy it. I just like us arguing about it. I don't like net. I don't like Facebook. I don't like going on it. I don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't like going through it. I feel like it's a waste of time. And I know that there are people out there like me that feel that way. And these new users, yeah, they might not feel it today or tomorrow, five, six years. I probably won't mind going through Netflix. I don't get mad at Netflix going through it. You know what? Like my neighbor posted something or whatever. When I go through Facebook, I feel like it's a complete and utter waste of time. And that's that good to great to gone theory that I just you're um. I don't know if you know what you're I'm, saying there.
0: You're speaking to me on this. I was really conflicted with Facebook for for a long time. I had bought in um, January of 2015, and I added to the position a lot over the years. I um I sold covered calls against my uh, position to uh to lower the cost basis, and it was sometime during the middle or end of last year where I was just like, like you, I don't feel good about yeah. being a Facebook. I feel icky. A lot of times I, this is one of my favorite things to do with, with friends, with the boys is just be like, you know, you see Home Depot, part owner of that company pointing it out, you know, yeah. Netflix, Roll part owner. yes, you bought a Coca-Cola or whatever, putting money in your pocket. But uh, when it came to Facebook, I just didn't feel good. I felt icky. I don't like how Mark Zuckerberg and the team, Um, have basically just made it a platform for hateful rhetoric and other stuff they're just putting dollar signs in front of our privacy and other stuff and uh, just as we talked about with exxon if if the thesis changed or whatever and finally i basically just cut paid on it but it was hard because you know it's one thing with with a with a company like uh an energy company that you can justify a little better. Like this is going the way of the dinosaur. Facebook is still probably in social media. I mean, are here to stay at least for, for a bit of time. So it was a real struggle, but I feel a lot better now that I don't own it. And uh, look, I, put you the, all,
1: I like it, man, man.
0: I put some of that money I put into DocuSign. What was some of the other D's? I don't know <laughs> if I put it into.
1: Well, the it's like, but. I uh, Google crushed it their earnings. And the point I'm getting at, I like Google brings me joy. There's benefit to Google. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's benefit to YouTube. There's a benefit to there. I, when I look, when I spend 15 minutes on Facebook, it's like mining for crypto. It's like junk, junk, (laughs) garbage, junk, garbage, junk, 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 junk garbage, kind of junk garbage. Oh, this is cool. 25 minutes later. And when you leave, I, anyway, I'm just yeah, I, you couldn't set it better. And it's just to me, look, did I get a 42? And will I probably hold on to it a little bit longer. Yes, am I? And it's like, and, and here's a good example. I was thinking about shorting stocks and owning them for long. To me, it's like betting the uh, the under. <laughs> you want to bet the over? That's fun, right? <laughs> Come on, let's score points. The under is not fun, and that's like wanting companies to fail and. If I'm going to be deleting my Facebook account, which I'm close to, what am I doing holding on of the stock, a company I don't believe in? Whereas like a Google, I don't own Google. I haven't owned Google. Uh, I like the Ds. We, let's focus on some Ds. I like DocuSign. Started at 38, 225. I like where they're heading. It's a legit company. DPZ. I don't want to get into Kager stuff yet. I don't know mm-hmm. if we'll get to there today. We can go back to it maybe next time.
0: Well, we can uh, we can end the show at least with a few just to keep it going. It'll be like, like a a, a long running series. We'll get to yeah. We can do days.
1: like a couple Kager talks.
0: Yeah. By the way, I finally found out what uh, what Transdime does.
1: Transdime. Oh, don't tell me. Let's <laughs> save the Kager talk. Uh, I like uh, D stocks. Um, oh, by the way, I like your uh, Finwiz. Fin, oh uh Finvis Finvis, Finvis. 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 Man, I, I Again, I learned something new, man. Uh, so I like A couple things And then, then we can kind of move on to this Is that I talked about what DocuSign, Domino's, DPZ What Disney in there? D-Stock I think it was Disney wasn't it Disney I like Disney too man yeah. But that's what I'm saying To your point I am going to go to the parks I <laughs> do like the Marvel movies I do like Disney's performance I don't think they're evil I like the dividend they pay I like that they're in the Dow I could go on and on and on. I don't. You know. Like you know they actually don't pay with it.
0: Facebook. You know they actually don't. They don't pay the dividend anymore, though. They, they Disney it doesn't it. pay a dividend. They cut it during the pandemic. Because again, remember, as you said, what the majority? No, I don't the, believe you. No. The, the majority of their business no. is the theme parks, is the cruise line.
1: How all no, those employees no, that no. they had to? You don't think, tell me Disney doesn't you have a think dividend. think
0: they could lay off something like a couple? Thousand employees last summer, and then say, "Yeah, but they don't have a dividend. That we're still going to pay a dividend when they had to let almost every employee from the from the theme parks and the cruise ships go." So, yes, I don't know when they're going to start paying it now. They basically Disney right now. For as much as as you use it, the counterpoint to the Netflix is that they have the theme parks, that they have the cruise line, that they have the other stuff. For all intents and purposes, right now, Disney is a streaming platform. They have you think? they have the media. I mean, yeah uh, it's just travel is is slow going. You're so I'm right. not saying it won't be, but um and in fact the the CEO, the new one, I can't think of his name, um, is talked about. I think that they're starting to pivot. It might be more so just all in on um on the um on the movies. I bought it at
1: ninety-six, I like it at one eighty-five yeah got to give nice me a buzzkill on here. Do you know who does pay dividend? MetaFast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. MetaFast. Do you know what teacup a teacup is? Do like, you know what a teacup is? On the uh, stock chart, the teacup handle? Yeah,
1: like a chart goes okay. like up and then it does like a bottom circle of the teacup. Yeah. And then when it starts with the handle, it's supposed to break off. Yeah. Metafast is literally at the handle of the teacup.
0: So the teacup is a good thing then.
1: Yeah, teacup. This is awesome. like
0: what was the guy Bill O'Neill? He was a big uh, stock chart guy that uh, basically just let
1: um, me go to Finviz. Yeah, what was it? Fin I, finwiz fin F I N V I Z. Sorry. Yes,
0: short short for financial visualization.
1: Do you have uh, your uh, laptop there? I do. Check out Metafast's chart and tell me if this is not a teacup uh, on on Finviz. I'm gonna look
0: at it right now.
1: I'm like, dude. Well, you gotta go uh, monthly, Finviz, and tell me if that is not the start of a teacup. If you go, if I've ever seen one. So we talked about this as a Kager. Uh, what I like about them too, their market cap is 2.7 billion, and they pay a dividend, a huge one. 2.51% I haven't. Okay. So here's, I wanted to ask you this. Here's how I start looking at a stock. I'm old school. First step, adding it to the watch list on the phone. That doesn't mean much. Okay. Adding like a stock on the, on the watch list is kind of like saying hi to the garbage man. Like, Hey, what's up? Like, doesn't mean much. Okay. Okay but it's there. I check it daily. I kind of see where I'm at. That's like the first phase. Second one is I want to see what their earnings call are like. I, I'm a big guy with earnings. I, I Not that I'm saying you buy or sell it based on their, their earnings report in June. I want to see what that looks like. And then I start diving into the research. I'm a little, uh, do you have your laptop up? I do. I got it. Just go to monthly Fin with uh, it's a Metafast MED's symbol. Yeah, tell me if that is not a. It sure t-cut.
0: does, right? <laughs> we'll take a swig out of that right there. <laughs> That's
1: pretty all right. Cool. And look, I don't want to sit. I don't want to. I got one stock. Stock. I want to dog here a little bit. And look, I'm not saying everyone's shorted or doing that stuff.
0: Let me ask you something based on your on your start. So uh, you yeah. talked a little bit about this this last week. Uh, Metafast might be one that you actually really look to to invest in.
1: Yeah, I like right. the you I right like, like the now, teacup.
0: It's it's sitting on the uh, on the iPhone on the watch list, right? Yep.
1: So you're gonna wait for some earnings.
0: Um I have a totally different approach. Um, okay. it's probably n- no shock. If I like something. I just I just dive in. I, I I buy some again the same way that I'm uh, that I uh, dollar cost average with uh, with Bitcoin. I do this with with stocks. If it if it thing goes down, but I still like it. Thesis is intact. I believe in the product, the company. I, I add more if it continues to to go up. I have no problem adding on the way up. See, and I just
1: th- don't. I like. I don't know if I like it yet. And to one, me, one of, I'm of the things. Like- i gotta do my research i gotta dive into it so if it fails i can feel better with it like i bought a pen at 104 pens in the 90s let's well, keep adding to it you just uh dollar i don't cash believe to... in it yet i, I could <laughs> use that money for metafast man.
0: <laughs> i was gonna say i heard this the other day and this is the one uh i i love this saying.
1: um i because i can't more... wait, wait before i, I want to interrupt you what like I can't use your logic. I just keep buying GE, man. I just keep Um, doing it. I, what were you gonna say?
0: I was gonna say, you interrupted me, made me lose my train of thought now. I know. I was, oh, fast. uh, Yes, man, I go for a shake right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was gonna say that I heard this saying again, and I hadn't heard this in a while, but I always love this. Is have you heard this one? More money has been lost. Waiting for bear markets, uh, than than in actual bear markets, and I've just Ooh. thought of this as the old idea: you see something you like, you've uh, you've done your research or whatever, um, and this is what I was kind of getting at. Even if you you kick the tires here, you start looking, you wait for a couple earnings reports. I mean, what if it continues to? to crush it. Right. And you could have got in two quarters ago or whatever. And now you're kicking yourself because you think you missed it. And this is what I'm going to say. I used to do this all the time. I was like, it's gone up too much. It, it can't go up any, any more, or if it pulls down, pulls back and it keeps going down. It's like, well, it must be going down for a reason. And uh, it's the hardest thing because it goes against our human psychology to just tune all that noise out. And just, I like it. The fundamentals are there. I believe in the product, the company, the management. I like the balance sheet. Well, I haven't got, that's my
1: point is that I like what you're saying. I'm doing a hybrid. I haven't, I haven't looked at the balance sheet yet all to my numbers. I like to spend at least an hour looking at balance sheets, cash flow, but I kind of like that idea. I mean, I I, mean, looking at them,
0: I like here. I mean, just looking at using Infinitas again, one of the things that I really like about it is um, they have no long-term debt.
1: Oh, nice! I um, love no debt. Where'd you see that? I'm, so I'm just when getting you, used to the site of. Fin- when Viz. you click
0: on the uh, and when you go to finviz.com, where you can yeah. put your ticker signal, uh, ticker symbol in the top left there, or the the actual, just type the company name, it'll pull it up, and yeah. you see the chart there. And then yeah. below that, it has a bunch of uh, of the basics, everything from market uh, market cap to their to their sales book to share cash, yeah. if they pay a dividend, all that, that PE, and again, a lot of metrics. I really don't. Where do you see the no debt? Oh, right there. We'd say yes. Yeah, so you have Jeez, long-term debt at zero. I love it because it makes it simple. Things in green are good. Things in red are bad. So I man, love it.
1: I'm all about the zero debt. You know what? Tomorrow's Friday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy some. <laughs> I love Fast. it, dude. I, go Did you buy it? some?
0: Um, no, I, I haven't. But here's Look the, at the dividend, man. Two point five one. That's a nice,
1: juicy, I mean, Dude, it's way look better. Look at than that tradition. market cap. And this, is we talked about this till death, but here's a, here's 2. Some of the other $2.7 things. billion dollars is like me having 50 bucks in a checking account.
0: <laughs> I also look, a couple of the things I also look at too, along with uh, looking for companies that have, uh, Do tell. have low debt or no debt. I, I saw this in a, a Peter Lynch in an old, um, conference or something where we were speaking and he had this great line where he was talking to the audience about it. He's like, so get out your pen and papers, everybody write, write this down. This is, this is a great tenant to, to, to help you uh, invest in, in good companies. He's like, okay, you got your pens and papers. You're ready to write this down. He's like, it's really hard for a company to go bankrupt if they don't have any debt. And it just always stuck with me. Right. So it's mm. one of the reasons why I've looked for that. I mean, again, you can make A lot of mistakes along the way, but if you're not taking on debt or you don't have debt, it's much easier, whether we're talking about our own personal finances or a company or whatever. I mean, if you don't have a lot of debt, it gives you a lot of flexibility. I mean, just think of you and I, you want to go on vacation, you want to invest in a side project or whatever. If you don't have a lot of debt from cars, boats, or credit cards or whatever it is, it gives you a lot of flexibility. So that's always stuck with me is the number one thing that I'm looking for with companies is very low debt or or no debt and low debt could just mean that if you, they still have debt on hand but you look at their money that they're making and from their cash flow they have no problem making those those payments just like you and I if we have a mortgage payment or whatever we have income coming in we know that our, our paycheck can, can cover our our mortgage payment or our car payments whatever it is and you're you're in good shape I mean things can always change but
1: hey, is that your uh, Finviz uh, ad coming up they do play a lot of ads.
0: Is it me? Okay, no, so
1: do this for me first. We're looking at charts. Again, I don't want to turn this in. I, I like MetaFast. Mm-hmm. They've got great stuff. I like the no debt. I like the market cap. I like the dividend. I like the teacup. I'm actually buying MetaFast tomorrow over crypto. I love it. I'm buying is that it? return actually, on equity. Actually, I might do both, but forget Return it. on equity of 78%. Can I just like, and look, this is a disclaimer. Okay, Um, I'm not trying to say like everyone, this is not like GameStop where everyone needs to go short the stock. I'm just saying, bring up the chart of Ford F and all I'm not trying to dog Ford and we can move on. It's just, there's been, there's so many nice charts out there. And did you bring up Ford? Yeah, I'm bringing it up now. Oh, I'm sorry I can't the last read. year hey, I'm sorry I I had you on mute because of the metafast or the uh Finn with this hmm. uh, ad came up do you bring up the Ford chart
0: yeah I'm looking at the monthly now
1: and I'm not trying to like dog on Ford I'm just saying this is a stock that doesn't appeal to me 43 million market cap which is not negative look at the debt 5.27. Look at the ROA, ROE, re- return on assets, return on equity, return on investments. I'm not going to you with the numbers. That's all green and MetaFast. Green, 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 green. It's all Go to their it. debt. Green, Four. zero. Market cap, small. Look at the chart. Teacup, MetaFast, Teacup going up. You know how we can look at charts where everyone had a dip in 2020? This is just an ugly chart. I, I want nothing to do with this.
0: Well, here's one, something else too. And again, it's, it's hard for our listeners because they're, they're not seeing what we're, looking right. at, what we're looking at. But I mean, just to, to paint a picture, I mean, one of the things that we're really doing here is we're still trying to, to educate. And I will say something about Ford too, that just jumps out at me, just looking at some basic numbers there. They have tons of debt on their, on their balance sheet. But looking at their their income, and I don't know when you look at Finviz here if this is just income for the last quarter or for the last year, but negative, uh, it's in millions. But I'm thinking it, with the decimal points, this is actually billions. Negative 1.2 billion. So they lost a billion dollars last year. Now factoring what we were saying with no debt. And you and you lose uh, a billion dollars. That's that's bad news. But if you've already well, let's look
1: at GM too. To be fair, well, maybe it's like an industry thing. So I'm going to bring up GM, and then we can move past the charts. GM, 80 billion market cap. Return on investments, not the ads. You got to be careful with the ads. Positive, equity return on on assets.
0: So, I mean, GM has it's positive losses
1: on there. Where, where's your loss section here? Is
0: Has debt on their balance sheet too. But just looking at their their income, again, I'm not it's sure. Half it's half as much debt. It's half as much, but look at their income. They made $6 billion. I'm guessing this is over the course of the last 12 months. But that's a stark difference between mm-hmm. a, co- a car company that loses a billion dollars and has a ton of debt on their balance sheet and a company that, that makes $6 billion and has debt has uh, half the debt. I'm sure they can manage those debt payments. So, regardless if you're if we're talking um, car companies or anything, that's still a, a good jumping off point if you want to you know kick the tires so to speak on a company and look at their balance sheet, start looking at how much money they're bringing in and how much money's going out because again, it's bad news if more money's going out the door than it's coming in.
1: So, we can move on to something else. I like We're not sponsored by them yet. I like FIN, F-I-N-V-I-Z for my symbols. When you do finance.yahoo, make sure to look at D is dividend, S is split. And I wish I looked at PEN when I bought FINVIZ a little bit more, but I like Metafast. I'm kind of in on them tomorrow, with a little crypto tomorrow. It's Friday, payday. Here's what kind of a big thing, too. A little bit of a change of segue is you know, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and even if you throw 300 bucks on stocks on that Friday of payday, you would have just blown that 300 that you wouldn't have otherwise 150, 200, whatever it is. And now that we don't, that we can buy fractional shares, mm-hmm. um, DCA till I died dollar cost i like here are my new sayings i had today dca dollar cost average till i die buy hold keep an eye on
0: <laughs> i like it um buy and continue to try to follow the thesis if it meets meets us i don't know we'll work on that there's all sorts of stuff you um
1: can do. Didn't we uh cut that out of the uh podcast <laughs> oh i i by the way you know how we were talking about uh Again, a random thing we were when I was running how you've got watch, which is Walmart, Amazon, Target.
0: Just so the listeners know, Costco. this isn't a real thing. This is again, this is oh, Mike's God. thing. <laughs> the one right, we got
1: watch. I got a new one. Now I gotta give you props here, and I don't do right. this a lot, so maybe you should mark this. <laughs> yeah. What I had we? one for, for teenagers, which was called Vegas, Vans, Apple g for gamestop but you called it i didn't even know this is when gamestop was trading at 35 dollars a share and you were telling me how this was a oh, i forgot the term what was the term uh what's the gamestop going through a uh not like a lemon but what's the term
0: they were uh, basically they were trying a turnaround to uh to change their uh
1: no but when they start dumping the stock what what's the the term that GameStop GME is going through, what what you know, what I'm talking about? Where they uh, inflated it?
0: It was basically yes. The uh, the Wall Street uh, Wall Street redditor crowd, the Wall Street bets were
1: trying to do a right. But what there was a term of what they were short squeeze, short squeeze. Oh yes. So hedge funds <laughs> yeah, had been you short were calling. Of- you were calling the short squeeze when GameStop was at thirty, and I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And then went all the way to three hundred. So you were like above the curve. So I replaced GameStop, Vegas, Vans, teenagers wear the Vans, A for Apple, G for uh, GIS, General Mills. (laughs) And then you have the, the, Vegas is, sorry, the E is actually EA Sports, sorry, V for Vans, EA for EA Sports, G, I take out GameStop, I put in uh, General Mills, get the fruit by the foot then i have the apple then i have the spotify sorry
0: i like i definitely like spotify i definitely like uh apple. spotify or shopify which one do you like um here's it, i love shopify on it here's here's a little note yeah, Here's they, a little note they to, crushed it i bought at $93.58
1: shopify
0: yes it's my best performing stock
1: all right what's that symbol s P-O, or no, it's S-T-O-P, right? No, what is it? Uh, shop, S H O P. that's right. I don't
0: know, what do they train at these days? I haven't looked recently. Well,
1: here's the funny thing about Shopify. Sorry if I bored everyone with my watch and my Vegas, we'll move on. Is that Shopify was up 15% because of their earnings and then Spotify was down 10% because of their earnings. You bought Shopify at What?
0: Uh, cost basis of
1: 93.58 was my very first purchase. It's trading at 1233.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good old fashioned 12 bagger right there.
1: Oh, buddy! So nicely done.
0: Yeah, so that was the very first purchase. Now I have probably bought uh, shares all the way up, so well over a thousand dollars I paid for it too. But here's the thing. Factor in those shares that I bought back when it was uh $93 and it's still quite a hefty return. So this is why I've never had a problem just continuing to buy uh, on the way up. I, I just love watering my, my flowers. So if it's going up, I will continue to keep putting money in, whether it's Netflix, Amazon, Shopify, Sam Adams, whatever it is.
1: S A M Adams.
0: That's one of my favorite indicators is a bullish indicator, something that is going up. I mean, I realize things change, and this is really not a correlation. But I always like to think of uh, Newton's laws of motion: an object in motion tends to stay in motion. And I find the good companies, just quarter after quarter, year after year, will just over time just continue to to keep going up. And I'm really not worried about the price I get in as much as if I just think they're going to continue going up to just continue to buy and to continue to to hold dollar cost average, as we say.
1: I like your. Uh shopify i like your sam i don't own any of these i like your DocuSign. do you own uh, dpz dominoes we can talk some Kager and then wrap things up
0: i do not i'm tough because um i've actually gotten to a point where i if, i mean like i said I, i've never met a stock i i don't like i mean look i want to <laughs> get into i want to get into metafast too now i want to get into dpz but at some point I finally just reached it. And I was just like my portfolio, I have enough stocks. I have enough diversity. I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting the brakes on it. So I haven't added Uh, starting with the, with this year with 2021. I was like, I'm not going to add any new positions. I'm just going to keep adding to positions that, that I already own and and like, so no DPZ didn't make it on there. As far as restaurants go, I think I really just have Texas roadhouse, Starbucks and um, Chipotle.
1: You have a, Are you interested into a little (laughs) MetaFast? I saw this on the okay. So let's do Nate. Why don't you explain to everyone what a Kager is? And then let's do like five Kager stocks and call it a day.
0: Yes. Kager or a refresher here, or for anyone just joining us. It's the compounded annual growth rate. So if you take an investment, uh it's the amount that that investment uh, returns year over year. So if you had an investment for for say five years, it goes up uh, 10%, it goes down 7%, it goes up 20%, down 30, up 40. It's not just as simple as just taking the final dollar amount you have or averaging those, there's an actual formula that will give you the return that you would have gotten over that five year period. And that's what the CAGR is. So when we're looking at our investments, a good jumping off point, is for any investment that can uh, return fifteen percent or, or better over a long period of time, you're probably doing really well. The S and P so, as a whole has done about, I mean, something like a percent historically or something. So,
1: well, and we're trying to break this up at the end of segments here, where we started with you know Netflix, Booking, Amazon, um, Align, Apple, Market Access, Boston. We're essentially old, old D we talked about, NVIDIA and MetaFast, obviously. So we left off at number 17. We're just going to do a couple here today and wrap things up. After 17 was, so 17 was Exponent, which I still like Exponent too. They were the consulting firm in the Bay Area, um, which I don't have any consulting exposure. I like these guys just as much as I like MetaFast. Mm-hmm. So after Exponent, we've got, which we have talked about for a long time. I don't own it, you don't own it. I just think, and the the analogy I use is like the sports analogy and that's DPZ, Domino's coming in at number 18 at 24.4%. Domino's is just a pizza company that was trading in the teens for, I don't know how long. They got a new CEO and they're trading at three hundred and twenty-five dollars a share. It's pretty remarkable what DPZ is doing. It's one of those D stocks I talk about.
0: <laughs> so one of the things too that I like about Domino's is that I've heard this uh, this discussion is is Domino's just a pizza company, or is it an actual tech company? Because they're mm-hmm. they're one of the very first restaurants that built their their app from from scratch, right? Um, they yeah. built the app. Um, they did it. And you and I, I mean, back in the day we've we've ordered plenty of Domino's pizza. We've used the app. It's kind of cool yeah. that you just get on the app and you can see when your 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 pie's being made. It was the first one that did things like where you could drag the pepperoni onto it. You could do that. Then when they shipped it, you got the notification. You could see the real time like GPS, where's the delivery driver and route to getting you? But that technology is obviously worth something. They built that from scratch. I mean, they're one of the I mean, they don't. Need to partner with with DoorDash or Grubhub or anybody else They have their own fleet of drivers, they have their own technology, but more than anything, they have a valuable customer list. They send all sorts of promos. So once you you get on Domino's um, into their ecosystem too, they send you all sorts of coupons. You just it's easy once you have your favorite pizza there, you
1: can just reorder it without doing anything. So um, well, and I mean, you, and that's you kind of make me questioning back to disney because you said it's a streaming company now and for you to say that disney or that dpz is kind of like a uber that delivers pizza i i i think that that's why the ceo is kind of a visionary and it's you get the right guy in there it's crazy what you can do to turn around a company and they're they're hands down that the the best, perf- I mean, when you look at like a Papa Murphy's or excuse me, Papa John's, I mean, you go DPZ all the way. They're a legitimate company. With legitimacy, I mean, they've also surgeons.
0: done a lot too. To I mean, Patrick Doyle, the the CEO that turned him around. He's he's not the CEO anymore, but one of the first things he did when his tenure was is that he was also super honest. I mean, they did this whole campaign where they went on national television and they said, you know, our pizza tastes like cardboard. It's terrible. Help us make it better, right? And they did all those things where they just went out and they recreated it. So they actually tried to make better pizza. Now, is it as good as a mom and pop's place? Probably not. But on as far as chains go, I mean, I would definitely rank Domino's ahead of Pizza Hut or uh, or Papa John's, right? I mean.
1: Well, it's when you're thinking like you're hungry, you want to eat I'm not going to Grubhub pizza. Mm-hmm. You're just going straight towards DPZ. And by the way, I think when you get your second shot, uh, I got it last uh, last two, Tuesday. Yes, I'm. I'm I get my shot on PFE, of course, baby. <laughs> Pfizer. Well, my wife is like, I right, we can get Moderna. I'm like, have you seen their 52 week average? <laughs> no way. I'm going with Pfizer. I get my Pfizer on Monday. I think what would be kind of cool is maybe May twentieth, twenty first. We do an in person podcast. Ooh, I like this. I like this. You like this? this?
0: You drive yeah, to my
1: house? <laughs> I, yeah. Are you going
0: to uh, Walgreens to get it?
1: <laughs> like we talked about, like uh, people. Some people have been like, "I like what you're talking about." Some people think I'm nuts. Where I'm like, "All right, all right. All right. You go to Walgreens. You get the shot. You're going to be buying some stuff." Or is it you get the shot, you get the J&J, and you got the Band-Aid because they own Band-Aid, which is a better performer? Well, uh, I, I actually went to abandoned Safeway. See, I, I went to
0: the Walgreens. I like this. After I got the second shot, they gave me a $5 gift card. This is brilliant to keep you in the store because you got to hang around for 15 minutes anyway. You spend more than five bucks? See, I haven't used it yet, but I was like, (laughs) this is brilliant because what am I going to buy for just $5? Whatever I do, this is smart, right? It's going to be more. So I thought that was a brilliant marketing play on their part.
1: So I think we're going to, because I want to ask you a couple other things. And then I think uh, we can save the next Keger because the next Keger is Chipotle. And that's going to take, 15 minutes I think we save that for next time yeah just um, a
0: couple points on this to uh to go back yeah. number five on the list trans dime group I had never heard of this company I used uh finvis.com I love yeah, that site for this too what you come and up with they are an industrial company in the aerospace uh industry and sector they make uh parts for for airplanes basically so, all sorts like
1: of Boeing kind of stuff or
0: They make everything from the computer systems to the internal uh, engine pieces and everything else.
1: So, this is kind of like back. I mean, COVID probably hurt them a little bit, right?
0: This is what I was thinking the same thing, too. But I don't know how those, how that supply chain works. If those, I mean, if their contracts, if they, if that stuff is paid for months and years in advance, TDG is the symbol TransDime Group. Yes.
1: Man, I'm looking on them on FinViz. Uh, let's go to the monthly here. Good God, that is like so. Essentially, just to summarize, they were at thirty-one dollars a share pre-COVID. They were at six sixty-eight, no, six forty-five. COVID hit. Went. Sorry if you hear the music. That's the FinViz ads coming in. COVID went to took them down to three hundred. All right, so I got this. Let me get rid of these ads. So, so they were at six forty-five. Yeah, went down to three hundred because of COVID, which makes Maybe. sense, right? Now they're at six ten. So I bet you you just buying them. They're going to get back to sit the pre the pre COVID levels. I mean, this is a, this is
0: a good example too of the dollar cost averaging, right? If it was a company that you believed in, especially during over the course of the last year, you might not be committed to put a lump sum all at once. But boy, if you put some in on the way down and that ride back up, I mean, it was cut in half and is is now close to what it was. That's really interesting. Yeah, travel travel space is one that I mean. We save this for another another podcast but it's in a discussion of itself i really have a lot of questions on on what travel looks like go, going
1: forward going forward you like uh this is just me talking from personal gain mm-hmm. i've got united i bought it at 60 came off the 90 high i dc ate it dollar cost average at 22 which is crazy like the, the lowest it has been in like 15 years it's back at 53 so on my head i keep riding that train i'm going to choo choo all aboard i think if if pre covid levels were 90
0: here's here's what i would here's what i would say just based on what we were talking about with uh, trans time um is that if you believe in air travel especially Maybe the play is not trying to figure out whether it's going to be Southwest, United, yeah. American, but maybe the company that actually makes the, the parts for, for the airplanes. I mean, yeah. you just have a way to play, play the space all together without... I do like a lot of picks like that way too. It's just like, I don't know which horse dying, is going to win, man. but I can bet the field. The other one here too was, we talked about Tyler, Tyler Technologies. Oh yeah, um, that's right. This, this is a good one. This is brilliant actually. They make uh, software... It's specifically uh, more so accounting software, but their biggest customer, the Uncle Sam, U.S. government. That's that's brilliant, man. I, I feel like uh, they're always going to be uh, selling software as long as uh, the government's around, which it will be.
1: You got me sold on the uh, TDG, man. There you go. Put a little on Trans9.
0: Put a little in Metafast. Put a little in Exponent.
1: I was watching the baseball and I saw an Old Dominion. Because we're yeah. to old D. I'm like, hey, old D. That's a good one. I like just, as we talked about, just those innocuous
0: companies that you don't think about. I mean, I put an old Dominion freight line right, right there with waste management. You're just your local company. W- that comes yeah, in, man. Well, there's up your trash.
1: It's like uh, the the ads for the baseball. Like when they hit a home run, I'm like, I see waste management, old Dominion, Wells Fargo. Those are some, do you know what Salesforce is on the Dow? No, I did not know that.
0: When did this happen? I
1: think, okay, this might, I I could have sworn I saw that. Maybe they are. I mean, I guess it's possible. That's another one too that I've
0: never, never had bought, but I often look at, uh, at Salesforce.com. I I could be
1: wrong. wrong. So hold on. Um.
0: Yeah. We'll edit out all this dead silence as you. uh,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone loves to hear that. Well, we'll do more research on that. So here's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's on the Dow, man.
0: All right. So what I actually wonder what it
1: replaced. I love my story of, uh, not my story. Like I came up with it. Woolworth was like one of the best go-to Dow components. And then boom, they went totally belly up again. Another company. Oh geez, I got I got more ads coming in here. Hold on.
0: That is the one downside to Finviz is those ads pop up
1: all the time. I know, uh, but it's actually worth it if you love ads. You yeah, love click if one of your things are like I love clicking on the Xbox. That's, to that's, get rid, uh, of it.
0: yeah, that's why it's uh, you can get the free stuff. I mean, you could pay for a subscription, but I'm like, ah, the free version is pretty good too. I'll just if I'm a
1: billionaire, ads. I'm still not paying for that subscription, right? <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, I hear the questions I had before, what was the stock I was talking about? Uh, Salesforce. Oh yeah. Woolworth. So Woolworth was again, good to great to a gone company. You know, Woolworth became a full locker. I right? yeah. we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. So Woolworth was a Dow component for 15, 20 years. You couldn't miss with it. And then Walmart replaced Woolworth. Isn't that kind of a little bit of a slap in the face? It is. Way, yeah. Salesforce is a keger. spoiler alert. We're going to talk about later. Here's my question. So I think we got to do in-person podcast. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be better or worse? What do you think? Um, Cause you can't beat this right now. I mean, we got a good flow here. The listeners love it. People in Canada listen to us.
0: I know <laughs> I like it north of the border. Hey, they're probably big fans of Shopify too based in Canada. I say, I mean, we try it. And if it's not bad, we just delete it like it never happened. And we just go back to this. I mean.
1: All right. So here's the other question. What are we going to be ordering for food service? we doing DoorDash. we doing DPZ. we doing Uber Eats. Um,
0: as long as we're drinking Sam Adams, we can do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. I like it and then this is non-stock related what here are three movies i think we should watch mm-hmm. okay i'm going they're all on netflix right no hmm. we're going to we're gonna have we're going to have i cuz predator is not on netflix ooh because the remake of predator the original yes okay good because the reason why it's not on Netflix is it's a good movie and Netflix <laughs> doesn't do participate in good movies. So we're going to watch predator and then we'll, 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 di- we'll dissect which stock we're going to be uh, using for their delivery service. I said, we do a little DPZ. A little th- yeah. DPZ and some predator and call it a day. Um,
0: which but I'm excited
1: they- to hang out and see you. I, I think,
0: yeah, this would be great. I was going to say, you just make it a Schwarzenegger night. You can put Commando in there as well, Terminator.
1: I mean, man. Do you hear about Schwarzenegger? Different. I like this, and I, this is how I try to live my life. Well, not all of it, but essentially, <laughs> when he was a bodybuilder, he took all of his money and invested it in real estate. Yeah. And by the time he was looking for roles, he was already a millionaire. Yes. I did and that allowed him to pick and choose which roles he really wanted to do. And that's what I try to take in my life is I try to not do certain things or certain ways based on just the cheap buck, but I get to pick it. And I think it's a pretty cool story. His, his autobiography is great. Yeah.
0: That's what I mean. He's done uh, also too, when he branched out into comedy, right. When he tried to do what was his first movie twins and, uh, He wasn't known. He was only known as an action star. He was also smart, too, because he's like, look, don't pay me anything now. Don't pay me on the front end. All I want is on the back end. If the movie becomes a success, you just you just pay me on the back end. And uh, the course twins went on to be a, a huge hit. Right. And he made tons of money that way and I think that might have been also he was one of the first people to start that because now when you look at big movie franchises I mean the Marvel movies are probably the best example it's not the salary that the that the actors are getting for those characters it's they get a piece of the uh the worldwide box office right when you're talking the entire world I mean that's that's billions of dollars and even getting a little small piece of that is is a huge payday I think uh with twins he might
1: have been one of the first to do that if you had to do like five actors that would be dow components schwarzenegger would be a dow component right yeah like you got schwarzenegger he's a dow component
0: Well, you got to break it up by um Sectors. yeah com- yeah comedy and then uh action and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah. And you're
1: like
0: you'd even put stand-ups in there too right i mean
1: well i don't know if they'd make the dow the stand-ups would make like the s&p 500 all right and some of them would hit where you're like Oh, I got him on the stand-up level and then like Eddie Murphy would be a Dow component.
0: Or you could just probably if you just wanted to do instead of Dow, you could just do it like as the uh it just pick the action genre and you can just do the uh the Mount Rushmore of uh, action genre, right? What is it? It's four guys or or five guys. So you could do uh Stallone, Schwarzenegger, uh Bruce Willis, I'm guessing with the diehard series bruce uh, willis
1: you're putting bruce willis
0: up there with, i mean schwarzenegger well who else has to really i mean have like you try like diehards? bruce lee that's but that's martial arts that's not the same as an action movie right oh no. i mean all
1: right, if we're talking action it wouldn't like wouldn't you put the rock on there yeah see now you're talking um, Bruce Willis has got like moonlighting <laughs> Like uh, moonlighting You know when the companies had debt That's like when he had moonlighting It was when he had debt
0: What about Liam Neeson That guy's
1: He's made a ton of action movies Right I'm thinking more of like uh, like Overall like if you're talking stocks Like uh, Keanu Reeves Because you still probably get some dividends From when he was in Parenthood Ooh, Well yeah you probably still, you got two basic. I mean, that's actually a really good one because not only is he had the Matrix trilogy, but then uh,
0: the John Wick stuff too is really I'm
1: saying good. you got to look at like Dow component. You're getting the stocks, you're getting the drip. You're, yeah. You're, you're getting when every time they play John Wick, you're getting paid on it. Like I think Keanu Reeves makes it, Schwarzenegger makes it. I even think you could probably even do like, uh like whoever was in Shawshank Redemption, just like the pure, like, drip the (laughs) dividend reinvestment that they would get anyway we digress we'll watch to summarize we're going to do predator order dpz you drive from wyoming to my house i like the sound of that
0: (laughs) yeah we can make this happen
1: all right all right, Nate. And how do you? How can you reach us on the socials? Keep hitting us up. We like the feedback. Yeah, Good if feedback. you
0: actually check. I need to start really getting on top and seeing what people are sending us. You can reach us at Gmail two buds talk stocks. It's just the number two. If you want to reach us on uh, Twitter, same thing, number two buds talk stocks. We're also on uh, Instagram, number two buds talk stocks. Looking forward to hearing from everybody. Thanks for listening.
1: Catch you later, bud.
0: I'll talk to you soon. Later.